Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hej och välkommen till den orättvisade podden. I denna podcast kommer jag, Jennifer Kovacs, att intervjua kända svenska kvinnor som på ett orättvisat sätt berättar om deras fram- och motgångar i livet. Detta för att inspirera och boosta dig som lyssnar och få dig på gott humör. Här pratar vi känslor som även kanske du känt av. Det kan vara skönt att veta att man inte är ensam om att känna på ett visst sätt. I den här podden hjälper vi kvinnor varandra. Om du vill veta mer om podden kan du gå in på den orättvisade bloggen. Du hittar den på www.obloggen.se. I slutet av varje podd kan du ha ett litet intro med nästkommande gäst. Så stäng inte av podden för att lyssna på detta. Det är även roligast att lyssna på podden via appen iCast. Där får ni ta del av bilder med den som lyssnar på podden. Det blir mycket roligare så. Välkomna till avsnitt åtta av vår podden. Eller så kanske jag ska ta detta på engelska eftersom dagens avsnitt faktiskt är på engelska. So, hi everyone and welcome to episode 8 of my podcast. This time we will meet one of Maria Montesami's lovely daughters, Sarah Montesami. Sarah is known in Sweden for her blog and also her appearance in the TV show Swedish Hollywood Wives and the TV show Kickstart. In this episode there will be a lot of girl talk about boyfriends and dating, first kiss, being dumped and eating ice cream after being dumped. We will talk about photoshopping pictures and stupid complexes girls have about their bodies. How sometimes you don't fit into the groups in school and girls talking shit about you behind your back. Yeah, so a lot of girl talk, laughter and fun of course. And in English with some Swedish words here and there. There was like times where I would just come home from school and I would just like cry and like I hate this school, like I don't want to be here and then... I would just like sit on my bed and like cry next to my mom. Um, so I definitely had those moments and it's not a good feeling. The best thing to do is just be confident with yourself and be happy with who you are and just know that there's always going to be someone a little prettier than you. There's always going to be someone a little skinnier than you. You know, yeah. there's always going to be something that it's just like you have to be the one person to be like, okay, that's there, who cares? I feel great about myself. I love myself. I think I'm the best I can be. Can't keep comparing or you're just going to like slowly just break yourself down. So you wanted to take this in English, right? Is that okay? Yeah, of course. I okay. did write them in English. Um, okay, cool. So 
But you do speak Swedish, right? Yeah, I do. So Wait. I can, yeah, yeah, can blanda lite. Okay. Du, okay. Du, du kan köra lite Victor, vad heter Victoria Silvets style. Yeah, is that what she does? Yeah, she does Swedish and English. Oh, really? And I'm actually going to interview her in like two weeks. Oh, cool. So I can prepare myself with a little yeah. Swedish and English. Okay. No, but I will, um, I will do the questions in English and then if I... Like freak out then. Then I do the Swedish okay, thing. Perfect. Okay. So first tell tell me a little bit about yourself. So my name is Sarah Montezami. I just turned twenty four years old. I live in Orange County, uh born and raised, uh love to travel. Uh right now I'm working for a motorcycle magazine company. So we have eleven different motorcycle magazines and it's kind of been like a whole new world for me. So I've kind of just been getting into motorcycles. So So you were not into motorcycles before this? No, because I've always wanted to work with um like some kind of action company because I just love the vibe, all the people and um I've just always been into that kind of thing. So motorcycles has been totally new. Um I started in April, so I'm starting to think that I want to get my motorcycle license, which I never thought I would want to do. Oh, and what do your mom and dad think about that? Uh they just said that they can never picture me on the bike, so maybe I can prove them wrong. Oh, I mm-hmm. have a friend that just took it like uh in April. She's like long, long hair, like super cool, you know, she takes her helmet off and yeah. it's like a girl, you know, they're like, What? I know, and it's so cool and it's so fun. I just did like a little practice course and we kind of rode around the track. It was so fun, just like cruising, going like as fast as you want, and like trying different things. It's, I liked it. Yeah, but you need to be careful. Yeah, the, no, I will. Motorcycles. I will. So yeah, what have you been doing this far? Because it's like ten forty-five right now. Mm-hmm. So what have you been doing this morning? This morning, I have just been catching up on everything because I just did two work trips. So we had one random client event, and then we had a whole convention center event on or for last weekend so it's kind of just been catching up and doing stuff like that so I went and got my Starbucks this morning to get tons of energy and then everyone goes to Starbucks here yeah Starbucks don't you spend so much money on that coffee every morning it's so funny because I was actually just thinking that this morning how much money I spend how much clothes you can buy for those right (laughs) I know I should just and I have a coffee machine at work but it's just not the same yeah the coffee here in U.S. it's like doesn't taste anything if you don't go to Starbucks. Right. Because Starbucks, it's like super strong and you can get it as strong as you want. And well, I, I even add a shot of espresso to my drink and oh, it already yeah. has two. So, so it's three like, shots of ding. espresso. Yeah, so it helps. But yeah, when I make it at home, it's just not the same kind of feeling. <laughs> now there's phone ringing. Is that my mom's? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Is that your phone? Uh. <laughs> is that whose phone is that? Who's this that? What? Who's this that? This is Anna's? It's not mine. It's Anna's. <laughs> what phone is that? Five? Hey, though. <laughs> okay, yeah, so after this interview, you're going back to work. Mm-hmm. You're not doing, coming with to do the Swedish Hollywood Wives. No, I wish. That would be fun. Have you been doing like more participation in this uh, Hollywood Wives? Yeah, in the beginning I felt like I was always kind of nervous to 
be a part of the show. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to say the wrong thing and blah, blah, blah. Um, but after we've done it for so many seasons now, it's just kind of you want to be in it more and more. So you kind of make the effort to be home and... Um, You're like, oh, sure. camera! Yeah, like, oh, yeah, like I'll be a part of it, sure. Um, yeah, and it's just been fun. It, it, we've made friends with the film crew, so it kind of just feels like we're just kind of hanging out with the family. It feels Is it more always natural. the same crew that comes? No, it's a pretty, it kind of changes every once in a while. Usually it's a group of three, and then they kind of like stay in, in their same group, but then they kind of rotate. Mm -hmm. um, so, But lately we've kind of been having the same people. Like We recognize them and... Um, yeah, we're friends with them, so it's cool. That's good, so you feel comfortable. Exactly, which makes a big difference, because when they're, like, when they make you uncomfortable, you're, it shows on the TV, and it's like, okay, shoot, it's not good filming. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, so right now you're also an active blogger, mm -hmm. and you do a blog on the Montesamis mm -hmm. portal, like, how do you say, portal? Yeah. Portal. Uh-huh, <laughs> How come you have an own one? I, th I don't know, I just think that it was... We had the opportunity come up, and it's now it's just my mom, my sister, and myself on this little portal, and um, <laughs> and it's just perfect because then it's kind of we're all connected, just us three, and then um, instead of just going on my blog by itself, you can kind of see like, oh, what's Maria doing or what's Hannah doing, and it's it's all kind of connected with each other, and we all kind of have the same style. Uh, so I think it's just kind of fun for everyone to be like, have it just all easy, all in one space. Will you add, like, uh, I would love to see, like, Cameron blog. <laughs> yeah. No, we're trying to get my sister, yeah. my other sister, Emma, to blog. So she's kind of thinking about it a little bit. So I think she would do it. I don't think my dad or Nico would really have an interest in doing it. But, I mean, you never know. Nico might just randomly. I don't think my dad would do it, but maybe Nico. <laughs> that would be fun. Mm -hmm. So how did this blog journey start? Like, who wanted you to start? Uh, so it started with my mom blogging for Amelia. And then she did that. And then the sister company, uh, Vecco Ravine, um, they asked my sister, Hannah, and myself if we wanted to blog. And we're like, sure. Like, we don't really know what blogging is. But, like, yeah, we'll do it. Because blogging is way bigger in Europe than it was in America. But now it's kind of growing in America. But it was definitely bigger in Europe. It looks like you already know my questions. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, so we like we got asked to do it, and it's it's been so much fun. The only hard part is now that I've been working for this motorcycle company, it's working from nine to five, and then coming home and you're sweaty and you don't feel that pretty, and then you're like, okay, wait, so who's gonna take these pictures of me? So that's kind of the hard part is trying to figure out a good photographer when my friends are just absolutely terrible at taking pictures. So that kind of stuff is a little tricky. Were you awkward first when taking the pictures? Uh, I've taken pictures my whole life, like growing up with my mom, like taking a million pictures of us. So it's it's never been awkward. It's always kind of been fun. Um, but now it feels like very competitive with trying to take good pictures, not just you looking good, but the quality of the picture has to look perfect because there's just like, like it has to be with like a 70 camera Canon or something, you know, like isn't that the one you have? Oh, I don't even know, but the, my camera just stopped working. Oh, so really? That, yeah, like two days ago, I'm like, this is not working, I'm doing interviews. Oh, no way. Yeah, but I think you have the, I don't know what Yeah, you I had it, but... some big thing, but I don't know anything about the camera, so oh, okay. um, it's actually my boyfriend's. So oh, it is, okay. I took it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't know anything really about my camera, and then I did a little um, work workout uh, show with Fanny Lickman and um, Petra Tengorden. 
and Kick Ida. Kickstart, right? Yeah, Kickstart. Yeah. And then uh, Fanny is great at cameras, and she kind of just showed me like three basic things that I needed to know. And I feel like after I learned that, I'm like, okay, I kind of get it. So good. I mean, obviously, there's a way more to the camera than that, but I feel like I learned a little bit. That kind of helps. That's good. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so we talked about. Oh my god! Uh, we're we're Instagramming live now. Yeah, <laughs> wait. I want to Instagram too. Did you get any good ones that I can do? Really? Do I look weird? Oh, Molly um, has a hair on her mouth. <laughs> I'm like the world's best Jennifer ever. <laughs> no, <I don't> <laughs> look at I that because I do. I put my like my Jennifer, and then I did Upod and like the podcast. Cute. Um, I can't see the picture though. Wait, can you send me a cute one? So Sorry. You? Yeah, it says. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Wait, is it Jemmy? Jennifer. Oh, that's it. Instead of Jennifer. But your real name is Jennifer. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's Jennifer at Instagram name. Because <laughs> it was already taken. Oh, it was. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I figured so I... Jennifer is kind of common. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's like Sarah. Yeah. Very common. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't need to like. Wait, so I was like. Jennifer underline eight three nine blah blah blah. Yeah, like, yeah. No, I don't want that. Right. So just Jennifer. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so you learned a lot with the pictures and uh, back to the blogging because you said it was not that common here in the US. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is now more common to blog. Definitely. Yeah. I I feel like it's like blown up over here. Everyone has their own blog. Like different companies now have their own blogs, and like some of my friends have been starting their blogs, and it's like. Where did this even come from? But obviously Europe. Um, But yeah, it's just so fun to kind of just like have your own little page and pictures and show your little different passions in life. And I I don't know. I I think it's fun to blog. I love it. A whole other diary or something. Yeah, definitely. But do you have American readers? I have readers from all over, like random places that I would never expect. Like where I don't have have no idea where they found me. but yeah, so I, I just speak English usually on the blog, but I've, I keep getting asked to speak in Swedish on the blog. So I think I'm going to just mix it up maybe. Maybe have like like Swedish or English first and then have Swedish underneath or something since the majority of my readers are Swedish. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. How many readers do you have? Um, I'm not sure. It changes because I, I think it's before I knew that it was like 10,000 a week unique visitors, but I'm not sure how it is now, because I need to blog a little bit more to make it a little more exciting. Yeah, but it's hard, like you said, you do work full-time. Yeah, that seriously is so annoying, because there's so many things like that I want to post about and do cool things, that's just having the time and having the energy to want to go and freshen up and find a cool spot to take pictures at has always kind of been a challenge when you're getting off work and you have been sitting through traffic for about 45 minutes and you get home and it's like dinner time and you want to work out and it's just a lot going on. Is that the worst thing about having a blog or like what yeah. is the worst thing? So that that definitely is what that would be the worst thing is just like not having the time to make it 100% as good as you want it because you want to make it interesting you want readers to be like oh my gosh like show us this show us that like I love when you did this you know it's, I love getting the comments and reading about it and seeing what people have to say about what, I, what I'm doing. But when it's posting less, you just feel like, shoot, okay, what am I going to do? I have to make this exciting, but you can't force it. So it's, it's a lot of that goes into um, when you really want to make a good blog. 
I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, well, but I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, so when did you finish college? I finished college in 2012. So then after that, I kind of just spent a year going back and forth from Sweden and um, working for my dad a little bit. And then when it was about a year ago that I was like, okay, I need to find like another job. I need to like kind of move to a new place. So I moved to Newport and then I was like, okay, it's like my time to find something in marketing and do something there. So that's when I found the motorcycle job and then I've just been doing that ever since. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. But like here, after you, because first it's like, I need to set this straight. Mm-hmm. First it's like grad school mm-hmm. and then high school. No, no, no. But like how is it? I okay. always mix it up. Yeah. Okay. So first it's elementary school. That's when you're a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> then there's middle school and then there's high school and then there's college. And then co- after college, you can go to grad school or... So college like, is like... College is the, right after high school. It's the four, usually four years. Some people take five. Um, but is that that we have in Swedish studies? So it's like the university. Years? No, because one to one to nine. Uh-huh. So which one is like so the you're gymnasium like, in Swedish? Gym- you know, I think years. gymnasium is high school. Okay, good. So that's when you're younger, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then university is after gymnasium. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so that's okay, good. Then yeah. I know. So, uh, yeah, because in Sweden, a lot of people take like a break after. Yeah, and I think that's so important. I think a lot of people... I was kind of talking to my uncle about this because we were kind of talking about our jobs and he was saying that in Sweden you get like way more time off um, from work and like you get, you, even everyone takes their year off after gymnasia or after university, right? Yeah, okay. both. Both. Yeah. But it's, I think that it's just so much competition here. It's like if you're not going to be working, there's going to be someone else to take your job. So it's like you can only get two weeks vacation a year for jobs here that's crazy I know and I feel like because I love to travel so that's probably definitely the hardest thing of working a job that's so constricted it's like you feel like you lose like so much of your life by like just sitting in an office all day you're like feel stuck in a way yeah I understand Mm -hmm. did you wanted to have that experience like to go travel but you did kind of yeah no I did I did do it but you did it after I did it after college yeah but I've traveled so much in between, like when I've been in high school and when I was younger, I would always go on summer vacations and all that kind of stuff. So I don't feel like I missed out on anything. I'm just saying that now I feel like like I don't want to miss out on anything. I want to make sure that I'm like going on these fun trips and exploring and going on different adventures because that's what I'm really passionate about. But how did you know what to study? Like what, what was your major? That's seriously the hardest thing is trying to figure out what the heck you want to do with your life. That's why in Sweden they do have this break. So like, mm-hmm. okay, I will travel for like two years and then maybe I find Yeah, and I think that makes so much sense because you're young. Like I had no idea what, how it works is when you're in high school – you like when you're just about to leave and go to college you have to already pick your major so there's a million majors out there that you can choose from and it's like okay wait what if I don't like that then it's like you've taken these classes towards that major and then they'll all just vanish and you just wasted your time because if you want to go to something else those those won't count into your major it's weird how it works but yeah it was definitely hard choosing so what I did is I just chose a very broad major which is communication so it's open to really much really anything unless I want to be like an engineer or something which I don't so <laughs> yeah so that's why you yeah because it feels like a lot of one is like doing communication business or like marketing yeah like a, so those are broad and those yeah. are good so yeah so if I did math or something I don't know if it would really help me 
How yeah. was your like your school time? Who were you like? Was it a nice school time or like how was it here? Um, so it's it's totally different where you go. Like high school, um, I went to a private school, so it's a totally different experience than a public school. So my private school was there was only eighty people total in my grade in my class. So it was very small and it was a very like prestigious, like very fancy high school. And it was just like it's a totally different group of people than than I was really interested in. I just didn't feel like I really clicked with them. And then so I was like, okay, like not really a fan of that. And then I went to a college that was public and tons of people and I ended up just loving it. And it wasn't it wasn't like a big school like how my sister went. She went to a school with tons of sororities and fraternities. It looks exactly like the movies. So she had that experience, but I had more of like it was it was totally different. I can't really explain it, but it was I just ended up meeting like the most fun people and we're all still best friends today. That's fun. Mm-hmm. But so the private school, you felt like you didn't fit in? Yeah, a little bit. It what was, was just what was the feeling or like how explain it more. Yeah, it was just like I felt like a lot of the people were just very stuck up, and it like felt like it was a school. It was in Newport Coast. It was like the parking lot was just filled with like the most beautiful cars, and these kids just kind of didn't really have the nicest, down to earth kind of personalities, if you know what I mean. And I don't know. I just it just didn't feel right. I had my little close group of friends, but other than that, it was just kind of I felt like this wasn't the place for me. But it definitely did. I don't regret going there. Because it made me go to the school, the college that I went to, and it, I'm so happy that I did. Do you have any bad school memories? Um, well, the only bad school memory that I probably was just like sad was that I had two guy friends that were in my math class, and we were just like about to walk into class, and they're like, "Shoot, Sarah, I didn't do my homework," and then I was like. Okay, I was like, well, like I did, <laughs> and they're like, we just like borrow your homework really fast, and then they just went and like copied my homework, and then somebody saw them, and then we got in trouble, and then had to get like thrown out of school for the day. Really? Yeah, even I did. So I was like, are you joking me? So like stuff like that, it's just like typical that would happen to me, you know. So maybe that's thrown out of school. Yeah, it's called suspended. Oh, so is but it the, just for the day. Just for the day. But it's like so dumb. It was like I wasn't even the one copying. I I did the homework. Just trying to be nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but nothing like bad that you're like bringing with you. You had not haven't had any like bad memories from school. Like no, something said something bad, like stupid or. There's always been there's always been girls that can be like kind of on the catty side and a little like jealous or you know how girls can be in high school. But other than that, it's like you just kind of got to look past that and know that's not. How do you look past that? Because not everyone can do that. Right. Well, I think that you just kind of, if there is someone who's like being rude to you or like talking bad about you, it's a, you know, it's something else deeper than that. They are having their own issues and something's going on with them that they feel the need that they have to talk about you in a bad way. You know, so stuff like that. I just look past it. It happens all the time. It even happens like when you're older now. Like even at my work, I can see that there's some people that are like girls mostly that are just like uh like just not the nicest and it, it's totally normal yeah. yeah you just need to you just got to be like that. okay like what's your deal and then just have your own friends and just do your own thing 
so um, I was looking through your blog and I saw these pictures with your boyfriend mm -hmm. and it seems like you have a really nice relationship and mm -hmm. both of you look really in love. <laughs> so it's it's really nice to see. I also read that you've known each other for six years. Yeah. But you've been together? For three. Okay, so yeah, what's so, the story there? Yeah, so I met him when I was in college my first year and I just saw him at a party and I was like, Oh my god, I was like, who is that super hot guy? And there were there wasn't that many hot guys at my school. I thought literally him and one other guy were like cute. You're like, who and, should I pick? Him? Yeah, I was like, him or him? And then I was just I saw him and I was like, we we're just talking for a little bit. And then we ended up kissing at one party. <laughs> and it was like that freshman year. And then I did not talk to him for a whole year after Why? that. I don't know. I just like I was I was embarrassed and it was like he was he was weirded out and we just cuz we didn't even know each other. It was like a drunk make out. Yeah, really <laughs> embarrassing. And then like two years later or maybe like one year later. Yeah, it was one year later. And we just like started having the same group of friends and we we're all kind of hanging out with each other. And then um, then he, like, asked me if I wanted to go on a date with him. So we went on a cute little date. And what then did you do? We went date? to breakfast. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was like a little morning breakfast thing. And then he was just, like, so sweet and so charming. And I could see how, like, all the girls like him. You know, he's just that, like, cute little charmer. Um, and then, yeah, then we started just hanging out a bunch. And then one day we're, like, sitting in the car. And he's like, so he, like, puts his hand on my laugh and he's like so we're boyfriend girlfriend right you're my girlfriend and I was like uh yeah sure so then ever since then we've been together and it's, well we had a, a little break once but that was that's normal so but wasn't it like awkward first when you knew each other and then like the first date because yeah. then you're like okay we know each other for like this many years right and now we're dating and it's yeah like, and it's like we've we be been friends? friends yeah no it's definitely weird but I think that the best thing you can do is be friends with the person before you're together with them because then you kind of have a different sort of relationship and it's, you guys know each other and you respect each other you get along um so and him and I are so similar we have like we love to do like the same kind of activities and that kind of stuff yeah so. how would you describe your relationship uh it's really like bubbly and fun I think that we don't take anything like too too seriously we love both love to travel um we're both very silly and uh, I don't know just everything that we do we kind of just do together we're together all the time which I don't know is the best thing but <laughs> we do have a lot of fun that's good Swedish people seems to be like but I think so too that you know dating here in America sometimes it feels like a little bit cheesy you know like oh, can I totally... walk you up the door like yeah. kiss you there no it's i think it's extremely different like my my boyfriend Niles has literally opened the door my car door for me every single time that i get into my car still for three years later so it's stuff like that that i love and i don't know how it is in Sweden but it always starts with like a little date in the beginning and it's like usually it's like a sushi date or a movie date and stuff like that and you kind of date for a little bit until you're official but like movie date I always think that's so funny because you're like go there and don't say anything yeah and then you walk home but a movie date is perfect because you're like kind of get the little smooth talk like in the beginning and then it's like you're sitting next to each other and you're like kind of nervous you don't focus on the movie you're like no you just the, see <laughs> oh no the whole time you're just thinking like oh my god oh my god you know just like panicking on the inside for no reason but yeah, I think that at first date's always a little bit awkward, so it's kind of nice when you see a movie because you're like, okay, phew, like, I don't have to talk to this guy for a little bit. I can just, like, breathe and not be nervous because when you're nervous on a first date, you just, you're not yourself. Like, you're a totally, I've, I've done it too, and it's just, like, 
I've said things that I'm like thinking in my head, like, wait, what did I just say? Like, what the heck? <laughs> but you always need to be yourself. Yeah, when, exactly. When so, did he walk you off the door and give you a kiss? Um, we didn't kiss for like maybe a couple more dates, and then I think we kissed. And I can't really remember what our first kiss was. Can't you? I didn't know. <laughs> Because I think I was—we already had our first kiss like years ago. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so then um, yeah. I don't know. I and mean, I feel like three years has been kind of a long time. Yeah, but three nice years. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. But you've been... Um dating before you had a boyfriend before this yeah I had two boyfriends before this and um they, this is definitely my longest is three years but then before that I think it was like almost about a year so yeah what have you learned from those relationships and like the break the breakups um well I learned that breakups are miserable so try to avoid them like try not to be in a relationship if you don't know it's not gonna be perfect I mean I guess it's hard to say that but um, I definitely learned a little from each relationship. The first one I definitely jumped into. I was I was not allowed to have a boyfriend in high school. My parents were like, no, like definitely no boyfriend. So right when I went to college, I had a boyfriend right away. And then I was like, like, oh, this is not what I want. I was like, he's not my type at all. He's like, nice guy, but just so emotional. That whole thing. I was like, hey, I cannot date a guy that's too, like, so romantic. Like all this stuff that was just like, oh, like it was too much. Too it didn't much. feel good. It at just all. didn't no. feel right. It was like he was a great guy like nice but just not we didn't click at all and I was like okay so that wasn't good and then the second one I just um he was great great guy but it was just not the same either you know just he didn't have the same like drive or passion in life that that I wanted from a boyfriend so that part didn't work out. Breakups can be hard but yeah uh, but then you need to um have your time to like 
be sad and like eat your ice cream mm-hmm. through the bucket and like you know cry and just like talk about it talk about yeah. it and, and like your friends over. need to be like yes. yeah I heard this 10 times but I'm gonna be here listening yeah. to you <laughs> that's what you need to do so like and then after a while you're like okay no you wake up one day and like okay I'm done mm-hmm. now we move forward yeah yeah I definitely agree you need those times Yeah, but there's so many girls out there who are in relationships that are, like, they know that this is not right, really, mm-hmm. but they are, like, too comfortable, kind of. Yeah. Like, doesn't want to see that, fact. I think that probably happens a lot. What do you want to say to those who are in the, because they're probably girls who are listening now mm-hmm. that are in those kind of relationships and, you know, don't don't take the step to like okay I need to be happy like I'm just satisfied now but I need to be like 110% happy. I think that you just have to look at it long term like is this person gonna make you happy is this person gonna make you feel the same way that you feel now in five years from now because if it's gonna make you feel the same like that unsatisfied like you think there's maybe something else out there for you then you're gonna feel like that Five years. You might not feel like that the whole time for that long, but you're gonna feel like that in different spurts of time. So I think that if you're in a relationship where you feel like maybe it's maybe it's not right or maybe there's something missing, then I don't think that you should waste his or your time. You know, because I feel like maybe maybe it isn't right, and if you shouldn't feel like just because it's comfortable or just because you care so much about the other person that it that it is meant to be, because maybe. There's maybe there's something else. Yeah. yeah, maybe there's something else out there for you. Yeah, you should don't for, don't force, don't force your feeling. Exactly. Yeah. In Sweden, uh, we say like, är det rätt eller lätt? Like if it's easy, then it's light. Or like you know. Yeah. Do you have like that kind of saying here in? Wait. So if it's easy, it's no, right. No, like, är det lätt eller rätt? Is it light? Is it right? Yeah. You know, if it's easy going, like oh, yeah, it, yeah. then you don't need to be like. Oh, will they text me? Should I text? Like, okay, oh, I text yeah, it two yeah. times. Like, I hate that. Yeah. I seriously can't stand the whole game thing and like worrying about that stuff. So it's it's definitely nice having a boyfriend or like if he doesn't answer you or something, you can be like, hello, what the heck? Like, call me. Yeah. You know, it's it's not like you're gonna be like, shoot, like I can't say that kind of stuff. No, you know? exactly. Like, oh, seem like no, a psycho. I already called two times. Yeah. Like, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hate that. And a friend also told me like the last thing you should do is to compromise with love. Oh yeah, I agree. I think that you have standards that you have made for yourself, and I think that if you compromise with them, it's going to be something that always is going to bother you, and it's not something that you can be like, oh, I can just push this under the rug, and it's it's not going to be a big deal because it's it is. It's if it's something that's like a definite no, you can't, you shouldn't compromise it. And uh, okay, so back a little bit to the blog. Do you Photoshop or like touch your pictures? No, and I wish I knew how to do that. That I honestly. Why would you wish you wanted to do that? Well, just to make it not for me, not... but for like make the pictures pop and make it all cool like that. I wish I knew how to like do it, but honest, I don't have Photoshop on my computer. I I literally just use iPhoto, and I'm like, oh, I'll enhance this photo, okay. <laughs> make it like a little brighter or something. But that's but that's nothing all I do. Photoshop with like face or like no body. oh I I would not do that I no. don't think that it's what do you think of people who do that like who does that um I think that I mean I don't understand why you do it you know it's it's 
you and it's something like you're trying to show your readers like, oh, this is me wearing this outfit. I don't think that it's anything needed to be photoshopped. It's not going to be a huge campaign on a billboard, you know. So I, I think you should just kind of keep it more natural. I think that's what people want to see. There are bloggers who do like touch their pictures and like photoshop them. Yeah. And then there are, you know, girls looking at these blogs and because you guys are role models, yeah. and then they look at them and be like, oh, I would like to have that body and right. think that's reality, but it's mm-hmm. not. Like, no one is photoshopped in your life. Right. No, I've taken, like, a million classes in school of, mm-hmm. like, how people respond to these pictures and, like, oh, I wish I was that skinny or I wish my stomach was that flat, blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, I when I read the magazines now, like, just casual magazines, like, gossip ones in California, I'm, like... Like, you can just tell. Like, if you really look in the picture, you can, like, okay, they're so, like, photoshopped that. Yeah, like, no one is photoshopped in your life. Mm -hmm. But Ryan Gosling, maybe, is photoshopped. (laughs) Right, he's just so beautiful. I don't know what I would do if I saw him. He's so cute. He's my celebrity crush, for sure. Is he, like, your um, past thing, or what's it called? Oh, yeah, totally. (laughs) What's that in Swedish? Like, your frikort. Yeah, I think, yeah, just, like, if... My boyfriend was in the same room. He'd be like, okay, sorry, it's fine. You can, you can get some. Do whatever. Would you give him, uh, like, free court? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I doubt it would ever happen, but it, it would be Blake Lively for sure. He loves Blake Lively. Yeah, she's pretty. <laughs> yeah, she is. But then it's like, you're like, okay, that's fine. I like yeah. her too. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, but what do you think of, like, the social media that do... You know, all this social media and Pinterest and Instagram and Facebook, like, so many pictures are touched and, you mm-hmm. know, filter and, like, the perfect makeup and the lining. Mm-hmm. Um, and it creates, like, a pressure to younger girls mm-hmm. and the girls who really don't know who they are yet because they are, they are developing. Mm-hmm. Can, can you feel this pressure as well? I feel like I kind of grew up a little bit past all this stuff. So this stuff wasn't so apparent to me when I was like maybe 10 or 11 years old. And I feel like it's just a bummer for people who are growing up at this time and they're like seeing all these pictures and have such an influence with social media and to get more followers and all this stuff that I never even had to worry about in the world. All I was worrying about was if I could go outside and play when I was 10 years old, you know. So I think it's totally a different... Um, generation who has to like go through this kind of stuff and I don't feel personally the pressure I feel like maybe when I like look at other people's blogs or something or um, magazines I'm like wow they look great but it's not like a oh I'm so jealous I wish I looked like that it's like okay it's like she looks fabulous maybe I should hit the gym a little bit more or mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe I should go in the sun and tan a little bit or yeah. you know but do you think there comes a time like or do you think that we can stop this somehow um, I think it's just a constant, like, people feeling kind of competition in a way and always wanting to be the best and seeing other people and getting a little bit jealous if they have something that you don't have. Um, I think it's, like, something that's already been, like, learned and and it's there that it kind of can't go back to not being there, you know. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'd hope that it's not there forever, but, you know, I mean... But it's hard, hard, like, if you, let's say you like a boy and you see on Instagram that he liked another girl's, Mm -hmm. or, like, this uh, fit inspo uh, Instagram, uh, like, 
thing and he liked it the picture mm-hmm. and they're like okay he likes that type of girl right. and then like of course you don't maybe feel great about yourself yeah when you see those kind of things mm-hmm. really... i hate that and it's like instagram is like the perfect thing to make you feel like that because you can go on that page that's like oh this person liked this picture and this person liked this picture it's like they make it so it's like miserable you know yeah and it's like a recipe for disaster but i think it's just kind of the best thing to do is just be confident with yourself and be happy with who you are and um, just know that there's always going to be someone a little prettier than you. There's always going to be someone a little skinnier than you. You know, yeah. there's always going to be something, but it's just like you have to be the one person to be like, okay, that's there. Who cares? I feel great about myself. I love myself. I think I'm the best I can be. You know, it's just can't keep comparing or you're just going to like slowly just break yourself down yeah definitely and uh, the thing like you have in you is probably something someone else wants exactly so everyone has their own unique thing Mm -hmm. like if you look at these pictures with the beautiful girls they're like super skinny and you know perfect skin Mm -hmm. they're probably like touched and makeup like yeah 95 percent of those pictures are Mm -hmm. but then like there's probably like one percent there are models right but and not everyone can be a model like Mm -hmm. not everyone can be a doctor or like an athlete or a writer right so you need to be the like all girls need to be comfortable in who they are exactly to be themselves because that's what to what's a, yeah, and that we, what makes us all different and unique. Yeah. Do you have any complex about because uh, the social media thing can give complex? Mm-hmm. Do you have any? What do you mean complex? Like, um, well, in Swedish, it's complex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, complex. you know, like, oh, I hate that. Um, like for me, I always say like I hate my double chin. Oh, okay, I totally you know? have one. Um, <laughs> it's very random, but I feel like um, the spot like right next to my chest and my arm. I used to have very very like skinny chest area, and then all of a sudden like it just I don't know if it's like a muscle or something, but it's just like a little like fat area. I mean I don't know if you can see it, but it's like. Yeah. And right now you can't really see it, but yeah. it's like when I wear like my tight Lululemon, it's just mm-hmm. like a little, like a fat pack or something but right that's here. That's just so and weird. Cause... And it's like nobody would ever notice. No, exactly. And it's like, it, but it's something that I like. I love wearing like short sleeve t-shirts because uh-huh. I hate having like tank tops that like. Yeah, show. now your microphone is. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, she's trying to show her fat area, which oh, yeah. is not there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing about complex, like. Um, you think you have something, mm-hmm. but everyone else is like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and it's just something that, like, it'll always bother me until it's gone, but it's, like, it's really not the end of the world, you know? It's, like, a little something. No, love yourself. Yeah. Too. <laughs> okay, so every every um, podcast has, uh, I want the participant to ask a question to the next, the next person I will be interviewing. So the latest person I interviewed was your mom. Uh-huh. Um, so she did have a question for you, and I will also um, ask Isabel Adrian's question to you, because okay. you guys are relatives, and it's kind of, mm-hmm. it will be a little bit different. So, well, first I can go with Isabel's question. She was talking about her being bullied mm-hmm. when she was younger, and she wanted to know if, um, uh, like, do you have, be- have you been bullied, or like been talking bad about that hurt your feelings Mm -hmm. um definitely going back to high school 
I kind of felt like I was a little bit left out a little from the like main group of girls. Like it felt like we were all friends like when we were together, but I remember one moment exactly where I was like sitting with a group of girls and then I left the table. It was like the lunch table. And I just remember like them, like remember the feeling that I had. And I was like, I just know that they're like talking about me when I'm leaving. And it's just like that feeling that's like, why would you feel like that when it's like your group of friends? But it was like, that just, that moment right there, I was just like, okay. And I knew they were because they were just like, not the nicest group. Did you talk people. about it with like your mom? Yeah, because there was like times where I would just come home from school and I would just like cry and like, I hate this school. Like, I don't want to be here. And then I would just like sit on my bed and like cry next to my mom. Um, so I definitely had those moments and it's not a good feeling, but. I love how there's like different like campaigns and stuff going on for like that have become so like um, popular like that kind com campaign with um, Aaron Paul's wife from Breaking Bad. Oh yeah. Yeah, she does that whole like, like no bullying thing, and um, she actually went to my sister's school and was mm -hmm. speaking there. So she's oh, been good. visiting different schools and all that stuff. So I love that that stuff's going on because bullying is just so unnecessary and just so mean and especially when it's, like, dealing with, like, younger kids who are just kind of trying to figure out who they are themselves. Yeah, know? and it really gives you, like, inner scars. Yeah, it does. And, like, I feel like I'm – this is, like, years later, and I could still, like, almost cry at, like, yeah. how I felt in that situation, even though it wasn't even, like, they were screaming at me or anything. It was just the feeling of yeah, not could, being liked. you could liked. feel it in your body yeah. exactly how you felt. Yeah. yeah. So Maria's question was – um, okay, so she said it in Swedish, so I need to figure this out in English. Um, like, how big impact of your parents, like, um, you know, like, shot, like, nagging, like, do this, do that. How big impact have, have that had in your life, choosing your, like, your paths in life? Wait, so they're nagging and they're, like, being fussy and... Yeah, and like, her question was, like... Hur stor del av din uppväxt tror du att dina föräldrars tjat har påverkat och haft effekt i ditt liv och hur du har väglätts i livet? So growing up my parents were so strict, like beyond. It was, I wasn't allowed to go to the movie theaters with my friends. My curfew was 10 o'clock at night when I was 18 years old, or 17 years old actually. So 16 and 17 I had to be home at 10 o'clock and my friends lived in Newport so... I would be driving and then I would have to, the party would start like maybe 9.45 and I would have to leave so I could be home at 10. So it was just like, I just had no life when I was growing up and I was just like constantly like being home and babysitting and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like it just made me in a way be more of like a family person. Like I am so close with my family and I couldn't be happier that I have that. And then not being able to have a boyfriend Growing up, I feel like that was a good idea. Like, I wasn't ready to have a boyfriend when I was in high school. I was just figuring out who I am. There's no way I could have a relationship at that age, you know. So I feel like there's a lot of things that um, my parents have taught me that I've, like, that have helped me kind of make my own path, you know. For, That's good. Yeah. So what's your question to the next people I will interview? Okay. So let me think here. And you said, you're, is it going to be directed to a certain person? Or, like, is it going to be a girl? No, it's like an open question. Just so, an open question. Um, so, like, the person I'm interviewing next time will need to answer this question. Okay. So it can be, like, anything. 
Okay. Um, do you feel like you, the goals that you have made early in your life, like, do you feel that you have fulfilled those, or do you feel like you've gone and taken a completely different path? And are you happy with that decision, or would you, other changes that you would rather take? That's a good one. Okay. I like that. As you could hear, I had a really fun talk with Sarah and I hope you enjoyed it too. If this is the first time you're listening to the podcast and don't understand Swedish, I have some good news for you. Next episode will also be in English and then you can hear about my meeting with Rachel Brayton, more known as Yoga Girl on Instagram. She has over 1.2 million followers on Instagram, which she is inspiring every day with her yoga. This episode will be released 23rd of March. But here's a sneak peek right now. And also, don't forget to check out my Instagram, opodden. It's spelled O-P-O-D-D-E-N. Maybe I can reach 1.2 million followers too. Who knows? Here's the sneak peek. We had a lot of issues in my family growing up, like a ton of, I mean, drama and divorce after divorce. I mean, there used to be times where I couldn't talk about this, like my stepdad dying and my mom trying to kill herself, all those things, like without crying or without closing up it was really really emotional and now I mean I realized too that the more I speak of it the more I help other people too because these are things that people don't like to share I was just determined to be the most destructive person ever there was a part of me that really wanted to to be happy you know and I never had that ever hey you know I'm a yoga teacher I also drink and I like to eat chocolate some days and I'm not always happy and you know I'm a regular human being that tries my best every day and then I woke up in the middle of the night like hours later I think and Dennis was crying by my bed and he never cries so I mean they told me the next day but I, I mean I knew that whole time I knew I knew you know I really I haven't shown my whole side of who I am and I think it's important that I do that If you weren't fearful, what would you do? Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.